Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. I am on somewhat of a role, at least a role for myself, for getting these podcasts recorded and and released. And I think this is going to be my third one in, in less than a month, and that's that's pretty impressive for me. I know at the beginning of the year I set a goal for myself to release one per week, and I I fell behind there. But as with anything, it's it's picking yourself back up and, and pushing through and trying to to keep progressing. And one question that I ask clients, friends, family members is, what is it that you actually want? A lot of us, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to nutrition, say that we want to be in shape. We want to have a six-pack. We want to to live a healthier life. And while that sounds good in, in theory or that sounds good when we say it, it's it's the actions that actually the actions that actually dictate what it is that you want. So we can say what we want, but we also have to act it out or we have to push ourselves to to work towards that goal. And it's not always easy. It's it's oftentimes with with changing habits with making making these decisions that that require you to put in the mental energy. It does take a lot of effort and that mental energy, which isn't always easy. But I think that's why I want to have this episode is to talk about insecurities. We all have them. We all have this little voice in our head that says we're not good enough because of X reason. And we all have the second thoughts and in, in, in wondering that self-reflection on if we deserve it. And I think there's a couple different reasons that that we become insecure there's a there's a few main reasons and one of them is the fear of rejection or the fear, fear of failure and for me personally when when i look at that when it comes to this podcast i have that i have that fear i have that fear of am i good enough am am, am i going to release this podcast and is it going to is it going to flop and i think that's just natural and what helps me personally what helps me with getting through that feeling specifically is knowing that the only way that I'm going to get better is to to push myself to to try it. I think about my son, I think about little kids in general when they first learn to ride a bike, they start with training wheels. And it's hard to expect them to be able to do a wheelie or to be able to fluently ride a bike without the practice and that's what I think pushes me through when I start something new is, of course, I'm going to suck. Of course, it's not going to be the best. It's the point of any goal is the action of working towards it. And I've talked about this before on the podcast about football teams and when they win the Super Bowl, they don't just win the Super Bowl and stop. They win the Super Bowl and it's part of a process. And the process is where the the magic happens. The process is where the fun is to be had. I know there's some literature out there with when it comes to, is it the goal, uh, is it the attainment of the goal, or is it the process of working towards that goal? And when it comes to us as humans, we benefit far more. Our happiness skyrockets when it's the the work towards the goal, not the achievement of the specific goal, but the the process of working towards that goal. And so, when it comes to the insecurity of of being rejected or or the, the fear of failure, I just think of myself as everybody else. Everybody else is just like me, and everybody else is, starts from 
ground zero starts from, you know, the very beginning. And it's up to us to push ourselves out of that comfort zone to be better. And I know it's not always easy. It's not, it's not always easy for me to do. I, I still second guess. There's a lot of things that I second guess on, but it's that, that conversation that I have with myself inside that says, what's the other alternative? And the other alternative is to quit. And if it's something that I really want, I can't quit because then I'm left with the fear of what if, what, what could have happened, what could have been. So that's, that's one insecurity that, that I know that I deal with. And that's, that's fairly common with, with everybody. Um, the next type is due to like, uh, new environment. So like a, almost like a social anxiety or a social, that, that little devil on your head, on, on your shoulder when you're going into a new situation and that social anxiety. So a good example for me is when I go into a new gym, a gym that I'm not used to, it's a new environment for me and I can feel my heart racing. I can feel my, my palms sweating a little bit more and that, that uncomfortableness because it's not something that I'm totally used to. But same thing, when I get into that situation, I think to myself, everybody is here for the same reason. And that reason is to be better. So if it's in a gym, it's to work out, it's to to better ourselves. And once again, I have two options. The options that I have are to walk back out that door or to adjust, to adjust my baseline and to get comfortable in that situation. And if I want to quit, I can quit. But those actions that it requires me to take in order to to become the person that I want to be, sometimes you just got to push yourself through it. And it's not always easy. Everything, fitness, life in general is not easy. There's there's not a there's not a manual that tells you how to live. But also those challenges are are what makes life fun. Another analogy that I use is. Although I still play some video games, when I was younger, I used to play quite a few video games. And one of the more popular ones was like Super Mario Brothers or um, Mario in general. And how fun would the game be if on the Super Nintendo, all you have to do is you push the right button and you just hold it. And maybe push the Y or X button that makes you sprint too. And you never have to jump. You never have to jump on the mushrooms. You never have to dodge fire. You never have to defeat Bowser. You just go and you just push right. That game wouldn't be fun. That game would be boring. That game would be boring as hell. All you're doing is you're running sideways or you're, you're pushing a button and you're not having to overcome any obstacles or push yourself to, to challenge yourself. That's not fun. So looking at any new situation, looking at life in general is it's not fun to just be stagnant. It's not fun to just do the same thing over and over and over. It's fun to challenge yourself. It's fun to, and whatever that challenge is, some people it's fitness. Some people I have a, I have a client that is starting to get back into flying. And even though he's not doing it for a specific job or a specific reason, he's doing it to, to better himself. And he's doing it to, to progress himself and to challenge himself even more because he does the job. He, he works his hours but then outside of that, he also wants to challenge himself to be better. And I, I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do is challenge ourselves. Reading books, doing activities like 
well, I guess activities that are outside of your job and and, and pushing yourself to be better overall, challenging your thoughts, challenging your your yourself physically and and pushing yourself to be better. And there's only one way that you can start believing in yourself and that's that's proving to yourself that you're good enough, proving to yourself that you can do it. And it requires in those moments where you want to walk back out that door to push yourself, to show yourself, because then you build that self-report. And the last type of insecurity that I can suffer from as well, and I know a lot of people that, that also might have this, is, is coming from perfectionism. So trying to be perfect all the time. Once again, there's a common theme with this. I think about everybody else. I think about everybody else and how with social media, it might be a little bit worse, but how we expect to be perfect, but nobody else is perfect. We see the perfection. We see the perfection when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to YouTube, because people can edit, people can put on filters, people can put themselves in a specific light that they want you to see. And I can do that too. I can I can edit this podcast. Luckily, I haven't paused it yet, but I can edit this podcast and I can make it sound exactly how I want it to sound, how I want it to sound. But that's not real life. Sometimes you have to accept those failures. Sometimes sometimes we have to to love ourselves because of our insecurities and because of our failures. And there's this quote that I'm going to I'm going to butcher it, but we don't love people because they're perfect. We love people because of their imperfections. Because if everybody was perfect, you would just, you wouldn't have anybody to love. You could love anybody in the world. But what makes the people that we love so unique is because of their flaws. The people, that's what makes them unique. And if we just try to be perfect with everything, that's no fun. That's the same thing as just pushing the right arrow key on Super Mario Brothers. It's it's no fun. I don't I don't know how else to say it, but being perfect is maybe something to strive for, but there's no such thing as perfection. It's one of the biggest fallacies is there's no such thing as perfection. You can get a perfect score in bowling, you can get a perfect game, but that's in a snapshot. Can you get a perfect game time after time after time after time after time? Because you can have a perfect you can have a perfect moment. You can have a perfect day. You can have a perfect week. You can have a perfect month. But can you have a perfect 12 months? Can you have a perfect 40 years? And some of that has to do with how we think about ourselves. Maybe maybe that perfect 10 years is perfect for us. It doesn't have to be perfect for everybody. But we have to re- we have to reframe how we talk to ourselves. What is perfection? Somebody's perfect for me. My son is perfect for me. I'm the perfect parent for my kid. Does that mean I'm a perfect parent? No, absolutely not. I'll be the first to admit it. But I'm the perfect parent for my son. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. If you have any questions, as always, send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. Coaching inquiries, go to www.philosophical.com, F-I-T-O-S-O-P-H-I-C-A-L.com, and we'll check with you guys next time.